This podcast is brought to you by SaaStock 2016, Europe's premier B2B SaaS conference, targeting early to growth stage SaaS founders and a global VC community on the 22nd of September at the RDS in Dublin. Early birds tickets are available now at www.sastock.com. That's S-A-A-S-T-O-C-K.com. Welcome to the SaaS Revolution show, bringing you front row seats to the SaaS Revolution. I'm your host, Alex Zuma, and today my guest on the show is an MBA graduate that raised angel money for a SaaS startup while studying for an MBA, and has since gone on to raise more than $25 million, most recently in a Series B round, uh, and seen a company scale globally with 60-plus employees. Welcome to the show, Bryn Herbert, founder and CEO of MoveGuides. Thanks, Alex. Pleased to be here. Hey, no, it's a real pleasure to have you on board. Now, now, Bryn, as, uh, I, I know a little bit about Move Guides. Um, you know, as obviously you're you're speaking at SaaS conference sort of later in the year, but also, you know, for the research and preparation for this podcast. But you know, for those perhaps that you know haven't heard of you before, can you give an introduction to Move Guides? Sure. At Move Guides, it's our mission to make it easy to move around the world, and we believe this makes the world a better place. Companies today must operate globally and they must attract and deploy talent globally to succeed in the 21st century. And at Move Guides, we make it easy for them to do that. So we do this by bringing together many fragmented systems, partners, and processes into a single technology platform, which we call our Talent Mobility Cloud. Our Talent Mobility Cloud makes it easy for companies like you know, Societe Generale and Adobe, two big customers of ours, to coordinate all of their employee moves be they for a project, for an expatriate assignment, or forever, and for families who are moving to plan those moves with our certified mobility partners. And this gives everyone, the company, the employee, all of our partners, access to what we call our single mobility view. Our single mobility view is underpinned by the industry's first comprehensive data model, which we've documented and we've designed. And we complement our platform and our single mobility view support from a customer care team that ensures the employees and their families are always looked after during their move. Okay, and, and, and how, how did you come up with the idea for Move Guides? It's a funny story. Uh, I used to work in finance. So I graduated, I grew up in the US, which you can probably hear from my accent. I graduated from Yale and I went off to Asia to work as an investment banker. And I moved a number of times while I worked in finance from Hong Kong to Singapore to India to the UK and such. And every time I moved, it was cumbersome and it was frustrating for myself. Mm -hmm. uh, so when I went to business school, I wanted to answer the question of why is it difficult to move? and it's still easy to plan a holiday. Uh, so I spent two years at London Business School looking into that question. And what I discovered is three things. So firstly, I discovered that it is difficult for individual employees to move, but it's equally or more difficult for the company to coordinate that move. Secondly, I learned that this is a huge, huge market uh, that virtually no one's heard of. Uh, where companies spend more than $150 billion annually mm -hmm. moving their talent. And then thirdly, I learned that uh, attracting and deploying talent globally is, is critical to the success of companies and to the career path of employees today. So with those three things in mind, I put together the idea for Move Guides while I was at London Business School. 
I founded the company and I raised our initial angel funding to really flesh out the idea and build the company that we have today. Okay, awesome. And why did you form MoveGuides as a, a SaaS company and as a cloud company and not a service company? Yeah, it's a really good question, Alex. Um, I think it's it's interesting. So enterprise software history is full of examples of companies that have productized services. Uh, in fact, I would argue that that's the basis of a SaaS company in, in general. Um, you know, from travel to HR to procurement software, um, we have many, many examples of companies that were previously services that were delivered by high cost, low margin, slow moving service companies, uh, disrupted by someone like MoveGuides who built a SaaS platform um, to really productize that. So I think a good example of that and one that we, we talk about a lot internally is Taleo and the recruitment industry. It's quite similar to our industry. Um, so a number of years ago, companies sort of wanted to shift their costs outside of their company and they outsourced their recruiting to recruitment process outsourcers. And then Taleo and other applicant tracking systems came along and they sort of said, well, basically what the recruitment process outsourcers are doing is they're coordinating a lot of things between candidates and the company and the interviewer. They're managing some complex repetitive processes and they're consolidating a lot of different data from different parties. And they were doing all of that manually. And the applicant tracking systems put that into a, a platform experience. And, you know, we all know the outcome, multiple billion dollar exit uh, to Oracle for Taleo. Mm -hmm. That's the, exactly what we do at MoveGuides. Uh, we compete against relocation management companies, which are outsourced managers of global mobility programs. Uh, we take what they do, which is coordinate a lot of different processes and people, and we put that into a modern software experience uh, with a great user interface, with automation and alerts to all of the different users through the process, and make it a much more enjoyable, much easier, and much more successful experience for the company, the employees, and all of our different partners from the shipping company to the immigration firm to the real estate agent that deliver those services. Okay, well, I was, I was um, you know, definitely uh, a, almost a kind of leading question as to, you, you know, why SaaS and uh, not a service company um, in, in the fact, obviously, that, you, you know, we're all about SaaS here. And, yeah. uh, you, you know, I don't know. Well, of course, there, there are a number of startups these days that are, um, you know, still creating service companies, but uh, it almost seems like every startup sort of these days is, is almost a SaaS. Um, and uh, that's certainly a good thing and an exciting thing. And, uh, you know, what that, um, you know, enables you to do with uh, with the company and scale. Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's good to hear. Um, sure. I read that you wanted to build a global company from day one. How has that been implemented and, and how crucial has that been to your growth? You know, it's a really good question, Alex. Uh, our business is fairly unique that it was actually required from day one to be a global company. Um, today, we support moves across 200 different locations from Cambodia to Colombia. And uh, we have offices across Europe, Asia, and the U.S. So we, when we thought about this in the early days, um, we thought about it in a framework of three Cs, consciousness, culture, and communications. So the first consciousness, is, I think, is really important. So 
I consciously thought about how to build a global company. Um, I read a lot about it. I traveled a lot. I really deeply thought about how to build an organization that can operate globally as a young company. And I think that um, was the the number one thing that underpinned our ability to implement that. Um, The second is culture. That is pretty obvious, but you need to find and hire people that are motivated by building a global company and working at it. It's not always as glamorous as it seems. There's lots of early morning calls, lots of late night calls, lots of time on planes, um, lots of video conferencing, and not everyone is up for that. Um, So we really look for people that have lived in different places, have worked at companies before with global teams and are really motivated by that challenge. And then the third is communications. Um, I think there, there's an element here of communications with people. Um, again, we really look for people on our team that are strong communicators um, that can, can share things clearly and proactively with each other. And we spend a lot of time thinking about you know, our IT infrastructure, our meeting cadence, um, and providing clarity to people on what's happening within the business, you know, both from me to everyone and also um, between the different people in the company as peers. Okay, and I, I guess in part of that, um, you know, global growth and, and certainly in, in the growth that you've achieved today, um, there has to be, you know, uh, some the attribution to the success that you've raised. Uh, I think, as we mentioned at the beginning, north of, you know, $25 million dollars. Um, uh, through an angel, a seed, a series A and a B, uh, and I think most recently that that included Notion Capital um, and uh, NEA uh, uh, as well. So, and, and that's all all within a four year period, right? right? Yes, um, and, it is. And, and, and so, where where would you where or you know where would Move Guides be today if you hadn't taken VC money? Could you have you know uh, achieved such growth? Uh, you know, if you were bootstrapped. I mean, I absolutely don't think so. <laughs> um, I, I, um, I think, you know, we have gained a lot from our VC funding. And, you know, certainly I can only speak to my experience with Notion and NEA, but that has been extremely positive. Uh, they are very supportive of Move Guides. They're very supportive of me and uh, my executive team. And they challenge us to be better and they challenge us to grow faster, which is, is critical in a SaaS business. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's really two, you know, there's kind of two themes, I think, of what they bring, have brought to the business and continue to bring to the business. Um, one is that they accelerate growth. Um, that's both in, in hiring and helping us find great people and close great people. Um, and it's also in, you know, how I think about the business. And then they bring expertise. Um, that is that is absolutely unparalleled in the case of both of those funds for SaaS businesses. Um, they bring knowledge of what a best-in-class SaaS company looks like. They bring networks that we can tap into to you know build our own institutional knowledge and learn from our peers. And they give us advice that I think is really really invaluable as we work through some of the. Um, challenges and opportunities of a growing SaaS company. Okay, awesome. And you, um, uh, I think you, you mentioned earlier in terms of like the locations um, or the offices that Move Guides are in, uh, you know, around the world. And uh, you, you know, I sort of noted that um, I think you opened your first US office uh, was it two years after inception. 
Um, uh, yes. And, and uh, so, you know, interested to know, because so, you're based in the UK, you know, what have been the challenges uh, that you've had with having a, you know, a US office, you know, in different time zone, I, I guess, and, you know, what have been the positives as well? You know, how has that helped a company by having an office there two years after you've, uh, you know, started the company? So I think the positives have been, um, you know, for certainly, they, first of all, they certainly outweigh the negatives. Um, the positives are, you know, we had a global footprint as a business very early on, and that is is integral to our success in our own industry. Um, so that's, that's one piece. Um, secondly, uh, opening up a, a U.S. headquarter in San Francisco, I think really the main thing for me was access to talent. Um, that's the big thing I've seen. I think uh, there's a lot of great talent in the UK, but there's just not as many people. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, there's very few people who have built successful SaaS companies um, once, and then the number is basically single digits when you look for people that have done it two or three times. And that for me as a first time CEO is really, really important to hire executives that have built successful companies before. And that's very hard to do in the UK. So having a large US presence um, has given us the opportunity to build a really great team um, and then also bring some of those best practices and those experiences over to our UK team. And so that's been fantastic. I think the challenges, you know, the challenges are are the same that we talked about previously. There's communication. um, That's probably the main challenge. You know, San Francisco's eight hours away. Um, Often my team in either location is working very early in the morning or very late in the evening. Uh, I think, you know, that's one of the wonderful things about about being a startup is it's more than a job. But, you know, obviously um, the requirement is, is sometimes people are working late and, They do need to think a a little bit more about communication and probably travel more than at other businesses. Um, The, you know, the great thing is the team's like a family, even if it is across borders and across time zones. We, uh, we say internally, we talk about move guides family. We have a hashtag MG family. Um, We actually got it a bit from NEA who talks a lot about the, the NEA family with their, their partners and their portfolio companies. Um, but it is real at Move Guides. The team, you know, I see it when they come over for training or something. You know, they'll fly early and they all stay with each other. They all talk on social media. You know, they vacation together, um, be, the people between the San Francisco and London office. So it's something I'm really proud of. We've done a wonderful, wonderful job recruiting a group of people who um, have similar values, really believe in Move Guides' mission and strategy. And, um, you know, really do work together well and have forged very strong bonds across uh, across the ocean and uh, lots of time zones. Okay. Also, I, and, uh, you, you know, it, it's a common path, uh, I think, trodden for SaaS companies and certainly European SaaS companies that I've seen, um, you know, once they hit, you know, a certain sort of, uh, uh, I guess, scale, they move over or move their HQ over to the the US. If you look at like Intercom, for instance, Algolia, Mailjet, you know, just some examples off the top of my, my head. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you also, if, um, uh, Jason Emkin came over last summer um, for his uh, uh, summer soiree. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was very much the, the talks were about, you know, when do you move to the US? 
uh, almost as if you know it, it's a given that you need to do that to truly become you know I'd say a, a global company or reach a you know 100 million uh, ARR and um, so I guess the question to you is you know is it on the roadmap for you to move um, you know the the official kind of HQ to the US uh, at some point as it is common with many uh, European SaaS growth stage companies? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a good question. Um, I we're approaching it uh, in the following way. So at the moment, we're uh, pursuing what we call a dual headquarters strategy. So we have a joint headquarter between San Francisco and London. Um, we'll have about equivalent number of people this year. We have nice offices in both places. Um, we have exec our executive team split between both places. We have our CFO, our VP of people. In the UK, we have our president and many of our other VPs, you know, VP of operations, those types of roles in the US, mm -hmm. and we all work together. Um, we all travel quite a bit. I split my time, um, and I have, uh, have places in both locations, and I, I really do split my time 50-50. So I guess we think about it a little bit differently. We don't think about it as an either-or question. Mm -hmm. We actually think it makes us a better company to operate globally and be mature in both locations. And that's maybe a little bit unique to our industry because we, you know, we need to operate globally and we need to sell both in the U.S. and the U.K. Um, but so for us, that's how, that's how we look at it. Okay, I, I, like, I like that. I like that approach. It's um, it, it's good, and I guess if, you, if you're going to be a truly sort of global company, and once companies, you know, reach what five hundred or a thousand employees, um, you know, they're going to have uh, execs, you know, in different locations, not necessarily all, um, you know, in San Francisco. So it's kind of good to perhaps you know start out, um, you know, that way. Um, uh, and, and just coming to, I guess, the last couple of questions before we. Um, you know, before we end the show, so you, you know, Move Guides, um, you know, is your your first SaaS company, and you, you, you know, you're four years young as a as a company, I, <laughs> I, I believe. And and so, drawing from your learnings as as founder, you know, what what's the best piece of advice you can give to you know other early stage SaaS founders that perhaps are listening to this podcast to help them grow their SaaS business? That's a really great, great question, and a lot of people have given me a lot of advice through the years, so uh, so I do value it and hope that I'm able to share some myself. Uh, I think my number one piece of advice, and this is something that I've learned probably most pronounced over the last two years, is um, hire people better than yourself uh, and hire people who have seen, we call it, seen the movie before. Mm -hmm. um, it's easy to say, and it's very, very hard to do. Um, it's very hard to attract people as a young company who are um, experienced SaaS executives. Um, and frankly, it's very hard to manage at points when you know, you're the founder and, and everyone has 20 years more experience than you do who, who works for you. Um, but it's, I, we have found, and I have certainly found that it's critical to the success of the company and also critical to, to, you know, my own development as a CEO. Um, the people that I have hired who are experienced and lead our teams have unique cross-functional views on things. Uh, they can identify what I call minefields before we hit them, uh, based on what they've seen in prior lives, um, or just, you know, from, from what they know. And, uh, probably most importantly, they build phenomenal teams. I think if you hire the right leaders of the company, um, people want to follow them. People want to work with them. They have strong networks. 
um, and it just accelerates the development of the company and accelerates uh, the growth. Yeah, that's uh, great advice, and and it, and it's something that I I hear you know fairly often, and, and therefore you you know there's got to be a, a a lot of truth to that. But as you say, easier easier said than done, and you know finding the uh, the, the right talent and the right people, you know specifically for your company, that that that's got to be the challenge, right? Um, Certainly. But um, so awesome. And last question is a kind of bit of, bit of a cheeky plug here, um, serving, <laughs> serving a dual purpose, perhaps. But uh, you know, um, so you, you're, you're speaking at uh, at Sasdoc 2016 on the the 22nd of September in uh, in Dublin, and uh, so I guess you, you know that's uh, you know a few months away. Um, you know, how much more growth have you forecasted for Move Guides between now and uh, and September? So uh, we're looking at it. I, I'll answer on an annual basis as we're just finished. We've just finished up our 2016 planning. Um, so we're forecasting about 250 percent top line growth in 2016. Um, you know, Bessemer says that the best uh, SaaS companies grow between 200 and 300 percent after they've hit a million ARR, and we're well beyond that at this point. So I think uh, that puts us pretty close to being an A-plus SaaS company, mm -hmm. and uh, we're pretty excited about that. Awesome, awesome. So well, at, on, on that basis, assuming that, um, uh, which I'm sure you will be, you, you know, hitting those targets, then uh, the founders that will be coming to the conference um, certainly will be, you know, hearing from uh, an A plus founder and an A plus uh, A plus uh, SaaS company. Um, uh, but uh, I guess, you know, aside from that, the, those that are uh, attending the conference, you know, uh, what else will they learn from coming to hear you speak? What else will they learn? Well, I think they will learn uh, how to build a great team. It's something that you know I feel I've done very well with my own staff, and I think we've done overall as a company. Um, I think they will hear about how to create a category. Um, we are operating in, in a new market and forging new ground and creating that category, so that's a little bit different than um, you know being uh, one of many in a particular category. Um, and I think they'll learn how to build a great global culture. Uh, we have a, we have a fantastic culture here. It's, it's something that almost every candidate mentions and almost I, I do annual feedback reviews with the company and, and almost everyone mentions that they love our culture and, you know, they mention other things like our strategy and our vision and our team as well, but, um, culture consistently comes up. So that's something that I can talk about as well. Awesome. Well, you, you know, uh, thanks for allowing the the, uh, the cheeky plug, and also um, really looking forward to um, you know hearing you speak at uh, at Sasdoc, and also you know you've been fantastic guest uh, today on, on the show. So you know, really thanks for your your time. Certainly doing you know great things with the Move Guides, and love the fact that you've created a category out of this uh, you know problem that uh, that you had. Thanks, Alex. It's been my pleasure. Great to speak to you, and I'm looking forward to the conference. No, uh, likewise, likewise. And, and for the listeners at home, if you like this episode of the SaaS Revolution Show, we really appreciate, uh, appreciate it if you could rate or review uh, on iTunes. Podcast is brought to you by SaaStock 2016, Europe's premier B2B SaaS conference targeting early to growth stage SaaS founders and a global VC community on the 22nd of September at the RDS in Dublin. Early birds tickets are available now at www.sastock.com. That's S-A-A-S-T-O-C-K dot com.